so he had saved his coffee cup so i'm all about keeping a cup this way you could kind of stand with dignity and i'm always wearing a long sweatshirt so i'm not bare-assed in the middle of the trail wow but somebody fell <laughs> Hello, I'm Tony, and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the premier show for Jeep enthusiasts and hardcore off-roaders. Whether you're new to the Jeep world or a seasoned Jeeper, we've got you covered with the latest news, tips, and advice to help you get the most out of your Jeep. On tonight's episode, before taking a long wheeling trip, uh, what is a must-do before you leave? Off-road uh, camping, do you do a ground temp? <laughs> ground tent? <laughs> it just gets worse, folks. Rooftop tent? Uh, stay in the bar uh, until time to go wheeling again. <laughs> Where's Chuck? Chuck would pick that one. Um, so uh, also, do you take any additional fuel? How much do you take and what do you put it in? Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. So did you know there's a way you can listen to the Jeep Taco Talk Show or Taco? I like that. Jeep Taco. Uh, ad-free. Just become a subscriber. You can get exclusive early access, ad-free episodes, uh, Jeep Talk Show stickers, and more. Not much more, but there's more. Uh, if It only costs $5 to start your subscription and all the perks that go along with, this, uh, with it. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you'll see how you can become a Patreon subscriber right now. Do it while you're listening to the show. Did I mention right now? All right, I've got a couple of announcements. Uh, we don't do a lot of announcements here, but with uh, Easter Jeep Safari coming up, it is impacting our schedule. So we will not have a roundtable episode next week. Uh, I will be at Easter Jeep Safari, and if I'm not here, I can't record the show. Uh, if you're out of the EJS, you might want to look us up. We'll be there. Um, 10 or 15 of us will be there. And we may be, uh, well, <laughs> be doing our own roundtable uh, around a real fire. So you, uh, you might want to be a part of that. Uh, speaking of EJS, are you going? Uh, do you want to meet uh, the 10 or 15 of us that are out there? Uh, try GMRS Channel 21. Uh, somebody should be listening to that almost all the time. Uh, and we will start. Uh, we will all start getting into Moab Sunday, probably afternoon or evening. Uh, I will be in the Tyree Lights booth on Thursday and Friday, and please come by and say hello. I mentioned we won't have roundtable next week, but the, the the week after EJS, we will not have our Tuesday and Thursday episodes uh, for that week, uh, or after EJS week. Tuesday, April 11th, and uh, April 13th uh, are the days that we will not have our regular episodes. We will have our roundtable episode and uh, interview episode that week. So two of the four will be there. Uh, sorry if this causes any confusion. It's confused the hell out of me, and I'm the one reading the schedule. <laughs> All right, let's get over to our Zoom people. Uh, Zoom people, as you uh, as you know, the the rules, uh, not really rules, guidelines, uh, suggestions, because it's all free form here, pretty much. Uh, if you would, uh, mention your name and your general location the first time you speak tonight. So, hello, Zoom people. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Or should I uh, say, hey, y'all. Y'all know where I'm from. Hey, oh, y'all. I like that. I like the southern uh, accent. I've been hearing that one for a lot of years. It was funny. I remember when uh, Josh and I f uh, first started doing the show together, one of the things that uh, Josh said was, I'm really surprised you don't have uh, the, the deep southern accent that I was expecting. 
And uh, I said, yeah, I've been listening to uh, the news and stuff for many years and felt like I didn't need to have that deep southern accent. I mean, I, I think you get a mix of that in Texas anyway, depending on what part of Texas you're in. But I can do oh, a I'm southern accent damn easy. I'm in North Alabama. I used to live in El Paso, Texas. No longer. <laughs> <laughs> no fun no I'm sure, fun for deeps there i'm sure that's an interesting story mm -hmm. Tony, i'm back in alabama she's representing girls play off road in the south i'm representing miss betts who is everything hmm. she just don't know it yet very, very cool. Well, let's get started with our first question. Actually, I want to ask you guys uh, kind of a, a, a self-pleasing, uh, self-prophetizing. I can't remember what this would be, but something that's uh, good for me and good for the show. Do any of you currently subscribe to Patreon for anything? Yes, I do. What do I you, think I do. What, what, what do you do if, you can, if it's uh, uh, good for public uh, consumption? What, what do you subscribe for? Uh, for Matt Nathanson, he's a singer. So this way I get his newsletters, there's Zooms, um, and updates on concerts and private stuff. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And who is this again? Matt Nathanson. Is that country and uh, Western music or? No, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of just mellow, chill stuff, I guess. It's hard to tell anymore, isn't it? Uh, I mean, there's been some, so much crossover stuff. Um, He's kind of like, he, he, he. Performs a lot with Train and OAR. Ah, okay. Train. That genre. Is it anything like Train Spotting? That was an older movie. I don't know if anybody can understand that. That was a good movie. <laughs> no. Meet uh, Virginia. Come on. <laughs> it's going to be a fight tonight. So, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what is their, their minimum uh, subscription? I think... Hang on, I'll tell you in a second. I think it's five dollars. Yeah, I think that's the uh, five dollars is generally the the amount that Patreon uh, recommends. Uh, I'm sure that's that it fits best in their uh, their ledger that way. Um, so uh, I, I ask because uh, well, what do you think about subscribing through Patreon? Was that something? How long have you been a, 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 a subscriber to this service? Oh, a couple of months now. How, what do you think? Is it worth it? For me, I'm a geek. Like, this is my favorite singer. I don't miss him when he's in the area. So um, so I did it just so that I could go and I could get ticket deals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little nerdy. But I, I truly, I enjoy it. Um, and it, it's my happy, you know, he, he's my happy man. My, hus <laughs> my husband knows I have, like, I have a crush. So. <laughs> well, as long as your husband knows, we we don't worry about uh, editing this out. Um, so, does anybody does anybody else have a uh, any Patreon subscriptions? G talk show. That's right. I, I forgot about that, John. You are on there, aren't you? Uh, one of the very few. Yeah, we just started the Patreon service, and I was just curious. I have never used Patreon. I've been hearing about it for a lot a long time. Uh, Josh and the rest of the Jeep Talk Show team. I uh, have uh, have recommended getting on Patreon, and I just I just don't really I just wasn't a big fan of uh, of Patreon, but we're doing it now, damn it, and uh, we're uh, giving it a try. I was just curious if anybody had uh, Patreon and how they how they liked it. It seems to be pretty cool. 
uh, what I've learned about it. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of it or not, or if you if it matters to you. But uh, we have uh, for this week uh, the first time we have uh, early access episodes. So uh, Thursday's episode and Friday's episode is already published on Patreon. So if you're just a real nerdy Jeep talk show listener and you gotta have it, gotta have it. Uh, it's there. Uh, it's there now. So you don't have to wait for those days, those release days. So you can actually listen to it now and ad free. So, so it's kind of like rent, renting the movie before it's available. It's like uh, somebody somebody getting a one of those uh, one of those uh, copies that goes out to people that uh, what do they call them the reviewers and then they leak it on the internet. That's that's kind of like that. <laughs> so Tony, this, this is Chip from. This is Chip from Illinois. I was just curious, Tony. So if we were a paid subscriber before, I think that renewed like for two years and then you, it took us off. It, re- it renews every year uh, for a maximum of two years is how it's supposed to work. Well, I, right. Actually, it, it renews only once for a maximum of the, the, first, uh, the first time you subscribe and then one more resubscribe. Right. Okay. So probably my subscription is done, so I should probably step up to Patreon, but I've never done anything on Patreon. You know, the cool thing about the old subscriptions and the new sub- sub- subscriptions, you can have them both active at the same time. We're perfectly fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> Isn't Patreon, wasn't that that little symbol in the bottom corner of a computer on one of the movies that was like attacking the computers? Wasn't that a uh, Patreon symbol? What, what was it? Network? Not network. The net. The net? Was yeah. it the net? Yeah. I think so. I think it was a little, uh, a little. Uh, uh, I think it was like the, the pie symbol, if I'm remembering right. Yes, that was. You're correct. Yeah, it was a good movie. That was fun. Uh, my old boss pointed out to me that all the IP addresses they were using in that movie were, uh, it was almost like the 555 numbers you, they always use on telephones. All the IP addresses used in that movie were wrong. They would not work. They were not within the range uh, that made, made it legitimate. And that's, that's my geeky, nerdy stuff for the night. <laughs> Josh is impressed. So if you if you're in the Zoom meeting and you can see all the the screens, all the cameras, uh, Josh was freaking out, uh, like Ooh, IP addresses. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to our first legitimate uh, question for the night. Uh, you heard me read it in the opening. So before taking a long wheeling trip, and of course I'm talking about Easter Jeep Safari. Uh, what is a must-do before you leave? Now, of course, it may not be the Easter Jeep Safari for you, but uh, I'm talking about that for, for me because I'm leaving Saturday to, to go and do that. Get my sponsor to stock me a 2500 for the minimal amount of damage I do. Pay any bills that are due before you get back. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. You know, John from Central Texas, what, what I like to do is court um, check. I like to get underneath and kind of you know, basically maintenance run up. So like before we did Colorado recently, I uh, kind of got underneath that went over to Bill's house. And it's 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 kind of good if you do it like with uh, some buddies, if y'all are all going, because two more eyes are, are better on the, on the things and they can think of things you might forget. So checking things like control arm torque specs, shock troll specs, checking your steering linkage, stuff like that. Maybe hitting it with some grease if it looks like we need to throw some up there. So basically just doing fundamental maintenance stuff um and on top of that i did make one mistake in that is i rotated my tires right before i left oh yeah and so i basically took an out of round tire that was my spare put it on and couldn't figure out why i couldn't go above 75 without the whole thing just going like this until i got back um not making any big changes right before you go just basically making sure you you know 
biting your nuts and bolts kind of thing. Check your nuts. I guess that's how it summarizes. <laughs> what if you don't have them? <laughs> then uh, use washers. They uh, they make a thing called truck nuts that you can uh, you no, can see, hang. This is the amazing thing about girls off road. Like Jamie, what she does is, what would y'all think? I want a true guy. I need a male opinion. We show up thirty six jeeps deep, a female in the middle of a male ran park. Would you guys be? like cool with that or would you be like look at these chicks I, i've wondered that so are you bringing your jeep so let me tell let me tell you this this is how no, i jamie this is how i would react i remember when i was in uh, uh boy scouts we took off on a hunt to look for the girl scout camp which we never found i would think look the girl scouts found us this is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> what if y'all found the Girl Scouts that were climbing the black trail? It's like a dog. Canada? It's like a dog chasing a car, a parked car. They, they don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm with it. Would not if know what to do. Huge Just stand female there. population. Y'all tell Jamie, and she'll get a huge female population of some bad jeeps. We show up and show out. As great a part. But as a serious answer to that, I mean, oh, really, come on, Shape. <laughs> well, no, but you, so who's? I think the girls are more sensitive to being around all the guys than the guys are worried about it, having girls there. I hope so. As, I think as it's long great. as they're responsible. If they're responsible drivers, now if they get all girly and squealy and Uh-oh. giddy. Then, then you're like, <laughs> my elbow's yeah. done i do not get squealy for the record <laughs> all i can say is if any of them have eyebrows on their headlights i want to be in front of that jeep oh, oh no no, oh, no. no. Oh, jamie fix it jamie fix it no <laughs> Ch- chip's just trying to get a uh... Get that eye patch to be real next time because <laughs> throwing that out. He's going to have ducks all on her console. We should have out. ducks everywhere. I'm going to super glue ducks everywhere. <laughs> so sick of ducks. Oh, I'm so sick of ducks. I oh, good. I'm glad to hear. Let me so- shut up. I'm good. I'm glad to hear a woman say that because uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I I know uh, Allison that's uh, that started the whole Jeep thing. Great person. I think the duck thing is a great idea. But yeah, it's it's a little too uh, feely, lovey, hippie type thing for me. Uh, I mean, it was fine in the beginning, but uh, uh, you know, it's like one more duck. And there's there's quite a there's quite an anti duck following or, or, or exiting uh, going on out there these days. No, yeah, I thought it was still oh. a thing. Oh, oh well, what, what we'll am say, I though? This is Larry from St. Louis. I came out of the airport the other day and I thought of Chuck because it was a unicorn duck on my jeep. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so what do you what trying what, to turn you out? Was you there, what do you, I've what, never seen a unicorn duck. Was there somebody tapping in the uh, the stall next to you before you went outside? Well, <laughs> So what do I what do I do about my wife's deep then? Because she can't stop the duck thing because her license plate is duck tug deep DK DK JP. I got a decal that says duck off. I would not say anything against it. Uh, is would be my advice. I would just go along with it while you're there. She gets ducked all the time. I think it's her license plate that does it. Oh, I bet. No, my license plate says disabled vet, so I don't get pulled over doing ridiculous things. <laughs> Whoops. Wait, Andrea, <laughs> Andrea, were you at Windrock last October? 
No, actually, but I'm very, I was supposed to be, and I was sponsored by Mission 22. Still, I'm still kind of working with Mission 22, but I'm coming out of Mission 22 because I really want to work with girls off, uh, girls that play off-road. We, we're just, our group is phenomenal. So what I'm kind of coming out of that. Is your Jeep white? It's it's that sting gray with the teal. I've got dirty life teal painted wheels. All of my suspension is painted teal. Days Jeep girl, D A Z E D is what I go by, which is why my Jeep's name is All Right, All Right, All Right. It's like all this little thing. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, oh, you just, well, no, said, just um, you were just describing. We had a we had a disabled retired that that was, and I can't. My eyesight's not that great, but she looks similar to you at Windrock last fall. <laughs> I, I'm 39. Sorry. I'm not retired yet, but technically, I mean, well, I'm she was, with it. Right, right. She was camping out. We were just hanging. A great person. But I was looking at her Jeep. I was trying to be respectful. I looked at her Jeep more than I looked at her. But, yeah. So. I love when people look at my Jeep more than me. I promise. It's like that's more flattering to me. Jamie, <laughs> do you feel more flattered when somebody compliments you on your Jeep when you're getting gas? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I even think my Jeep is sexy. I came outside one day and I was like, damn, this man is sexy. This man of my <laughs> life because he's so expensive. So your Jeep's a male? Yes, because my female Jeep, I killed on a 1,200-pound black limousine bull. No lies. That's Jamie. I I'm sure there's a joke met. about drive shafts in there somewhere. No, I just hit a bull in a tornado. That's all. In a tornado. Yes. Yeah, I live in Alabama. So I don't wear overalls or keep straw in my mouth or wear some kind of weird hat, but like I'm from Alabama. But you're not saying you, you couldn't. It might, it might happen. You're saying there's a chance. You know, I mean, it, it's all about the Benjamins. Y'all want to get me an outdoor and off-road kit that'll go outdoor. The one thing with my JL is it's a one-touch top. And I was sponsored at one point with that um, kit with the shower and everything, and it wouldn't work. Mm. I need a kit that I can use as a tent and stuff because I'm divorced now. So being able to be single and feel comfortable going and being able to stay in my jeep that's huge for me but i'm sick of the jeep mattress i would rather have my that hip with the shower and everything jamie would you not rather i've got a pop-up camper for when we're camping oh and by the way i got all the potty stuff that we discussed last week and did not get to use it because our camper was right next to the porta potty so i, I didn't get to I, I will get the conversation. You didn't get to use the poo powder? I'm looking forward to the poo powder. I didn't hear it was a shitty condo. <laughs> <laughs> we had a nice clean porta potty. I mean, that's like an oxymoron. When do you ever get a nice clean porta potty? But we did. I pee off my rock slider, Jamie. You know this. Yes, I do. But that's what they're for. for Me too. <laughs> Not for not to get out. I just jump out, even if it's there. But I pee off of it on the side of the interstate. So you, you have to jump off of it because it's pretty slick from you peeing off of it, right? Because mm -mm, we drink sweet tea and soda 
which means <laughs> I don't. Yeah, see, she's I don't, I don't see the tie in because she's nugget sized. <laughs> I, I am. I am bite sized. And if you wait I'm long enough, brick road. And you, if you wait long enough, the pressure builds up, and you can uh, shoot a long stream. I got gotcha. you. So let's bring it. Let's let's bring it Was back. That like projectile this is urine. How I know y'all haven't had children, and some of us have. This is how I know the difference between masculine and feminine deep energy. That's oh, all. I bet. So let me bring it back to the the original question, as uh, as Larry would say, before taking a long wheeling trip. What is a must do before you leave? Scotch card your uh, your sliders. It sounds like this, this is Larry from St. Louis. So I just went. Typically, if I got a long trip, I just went through this, changed all the diff fluid, went through all the fluids on the Jeep. Wow. It's going to be a thousand plus miles by the time it's uh, back in the driveway. How much did that cost you, Larry? How much did that cost you? That's probably a couple hundred bucks, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, about 30 40 bucks for the diff fluid and then mm-hmm. everything else is atf and then the synthetic oil well, it yeah. was time anyway very nice it's uh, i'm not doing any of that stuff so now i'm scared <laughs> i mean i just well, did it well, depends how many miles you have on it right oh that's true i mean if it if it's ready it's ready if it's not then you know, you're good just factor in that thousand miles yeah thirteen thousand miles no I, i've got uh, got some uh, several miles to go uh, before the next oil change yeah, there you go. This is Chris from Oklahoma. Uh, I usually make a checklist to make sure that you get all your bedding, all your cookware, all your food, all your recovery gear, your tools. Make sure you got all that stuff because you don't want to be that guy that forgot something that you really needed on the trail. So, Yeah, you're broke and you got no tools to fix anything with. <laughs> There's one socket that I carry for me, and I know that – all of you probably wouldn't carry one, and it's a 36 millimeter. Oh, yeah. Was that for the hub? Yep. Yeah, it's for the hub bolt. Yep. Yeah. I yep. carry a 36 millimeter as well, so you can get your front axle apart to replace the shaft. Yep. Now, there's nothing like taking apart a hub <laughs> and then finding out that the axle has to come with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So did you guys see that uh, this is off off topic but it's like the hub the hub thing. Did you guys see that uh, what was it a uh, uh, a little uh, that little boxy car I can't remember what it's called now. Uh Oh that was terrible. Launched into the air right. because a wheel came off a truck. Oh. <laughs> that was not oh, yeah, that... a I just want to clarify that was not a spacer. That was a wheelbarrow. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was going to bring up. Redlock title. Yeah, it's not People are like, oh my gosh, this is why I don't run spacers. <laughs> it's not a spacer. There was a disc attached to that wheel. I mean, I'm not saying we can't say that just to torque people off. Uh, but oh yeah. <laughs> I was so mad every time I hear that thing. Yeah, but the guy actually, there was a guy on TikTok that actually did a frame by frame, and you can see once the wheel uh, comes back and. It's the the little car for the second time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it flips up in the air. He stopped it, and you could see the the entire uh, brake rotor and everything still attached to the wheel. So uh, yeah. the wheel bearing assembly literally came apart. Well, see, the issue is he didn't use lug brand nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had that happen in one of my uh, <laughs> F. Well, I had an F two fifty two thousand model. And the wheel bearing come completely out. It had no ball bearings left in it. It was just hub on hub assembly. 
Ooh. Okay, here we go. This segment of the show is brought to you by Lug Nuts. There's nothing like Lug Nuts to secure a wheel to a Jeep. Get yours now and be sure to ask for genuine <laughs> Lug brand. <laughs> Great commercial. I lug love nuts. Commercials. You gotta I have lug love. nuts. Yeah, they're fun. They're too funny. <laughs> this but is yeah, my first. Tony, so you all set for the trip? Well, I was until Larry said everything he got ready for. Just <laughs> do a good once over, Tony, and you'll be perfectly fine. That's what I'm gonna do. Hey, pro- Amy, tell him the checklist pro- you give me. Oh, it's long. Well, let's I'll let them you. talk about this trip. This is Tony from Michigan. One thing I always try to remember to check is my damn windshield wipers and wiper fluid. Oh, that's a good the one. The amount of times I get out on the trail and get mud or water on the windshield and hit the wipers and it just streaks everywhere. Terrible. Worst of mud out of the cracks in the window. Yep. I don't know, but if we come up with too many things that we we got to do before we leave, Tony will be uh, Tony will be still there in the middle of next week, doing or going through all those oh, things and sleeping in my own bed. Hundred thousand miles on that thing, you're fine. Yeah, I figured. Tony, you, oh yeah, Tony's already got a tent. He's got a five gallon bucket to poop in. I mean, he's set. Oh, much. you missed last week, didn't you? With all the poopy talk. Um, there's better poopers. Well, but uh, Tony, it's Tony's Jeep is newer, but he has been out wheeling it. You know, not on just easy stuff. But well, that's something you never thought you would say, huh, John? <laughs> well, not with the XJ, right? But the Gladiator's been out there. So, I mean, I've I've personally seen him bounce it down on a couple of shelves and <laughs> and coming down a, a couple of a good ledges there. So, uh, what was the one thing we saw? Uh, just simple, the, the sway bar disconnect pin. It was like oh Oh, you need to always have a couple of those in your jeep yes oh i got a bag but what if you've got a jl and a rubicon and when you're on auxiliary batteries acting stupid and you're locked up going around i was at i lost every rock light i had and went through my fender from a brand stony lonesome do not go there in coleman for your badges until somebody gets that trail cleaned up it's a wreck it's a wreck a plastic jeep to that trail is because what she's saying. The, is it because of the tornadoes? <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the throat. Which one are you? <laughs> Can you reach that? Oh, an XJ. Let me see your face without the beard. That's not. I'll right. see you. Okay. <laughs> it's all, it's all right. I still love you anyway because I love all jeepers. But so, was it because Andrea? Was it because of the recent tornadoes that the branches and trees are down? No, there, it's just it's stony lonesome. The trail, the way that it runs, there's a really sharp hook for the one that gets you the badge. And there are trees, like like literal trees growing through the rock. So if you don't have a good spotter in your passenger seat, and for some reason all the young dudes that have stock Jeeps park their Jeeps and want to ride in mine, I make them sign waivers because I'm hell on wheels. But, um... So I took them, and this dude was texting and not spotting and let a entire tree go through my fender. And I was mad. But technically, that should have been cleaned up. There, There's some, and when I was hitting my lockers, because my aux battery was not acting right, my lockers, the whole time I'm going up, it says sway bar connecting. Lockers, da-da-da-da, and I was just getting codes everywhere. So I just need a new aux battery. Thank y'all for letting me know that seriously because it's going to help me not look like an asshole to be honest in front of the rest of the world 
Always a good thing. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to our next question. I mean, so far these things are going uh, very well. Lots of good interaction. And uh, we, I may be calling on a few of you that I haven't heard from uh, yet tonight. And that includes you, Marissa. Uh, off-road camping, ground tent, rooftop tent, or stay in the bar until it's time to go wheeling again? Wait, why didn't you mention a yurt? Or trailer. <laughs> well, it can be we anything. It can be anything that you want it to be. That's just what I've got uh, here on the question. We all know the obvious answer is a pull-behind off-road trailer. No, no, that's not the answer. It's a rooftop tent. <laughs> oh, what was the rooftop what's the answer, tent. Marissa? A rooftop tent. Oh yeah. Thank but you, Anne. You gotta take it down every single day. Yeah, I just, well, I mean, some of them are pretty quick to prop up, pretty quick to take down. They're really not no. what you're getting. They're they're but they're heavy. They are wanna, heavy. I don't want to climb around on top of my jeep after a long day. A and what happens if you have what happens if you have to pee in the middle of the night to crawl out of that, to climb down it? No thanks. Well, that is not my problem. problem. You, know you're a, you know you're a spider monkey. I don't have that issue right now. <laughs> I think you're yeah, in how, how are they heavy? Because uh, like, they only average like 100, I think it's 125 to 150 pounds. I think yeah, Andrea has, a, has an answer top. to that. How, how do you pee whenever uh, you're up on a rooftop tent for us all? <laughs> oh, for women or for guys? <laughs> Just I mean, guys un unzip and go. Ball. They have, so, like, well, we just unzip oh, that That's what ladies should take, the pee funnel. Yeah, one of those go-girls. I <laughs> had a mishap with the go-girl. Never again. First <laughs> date with my husband. Leaked all over me. I, yes, never. The potty talks kind of like the mafia. It keeps pulling us back in. You all know that's an interesting topic. The pussy to... topic was a very interesting topic because it does slow down so many trails for the girl, uh, girls, boys, whoever to get out and go in the tree line. Like, it's funny, but it's also kind of cool. But then I can't imagine picking up my poop like those dudes in San Diego with their dogs. That was weird. I didn't think they picked up the poop, especially downtown do. in any of those L.A. Uh, cities. I thought they just <laughs> leave it on the ground. There's everywhere. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a serious them. question here. I never thought about this before uh, this this episode. If, you, if a woman needs to go use the bathroom, number one, let's say, uh, and, you and you happen to have one of those longer um, automatic transmission fluid funnels, can you use that? And after, and if you do use it, do you have to clean it before you put transmission fluid in your uh, in your jeep? Put those back in there. I, w I wouldn't use it. Literally, like if I if I have to pee, I'm I'm just gonna hide. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna there you duck, go. Duck and tuck <laughs> and roll. <laughs> well, don't just, don't roll. I know. No, don't. Do I'm that. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like it's all these like. <laughs> tactics and maneuvers because you don't want people seeing you it's not like a dude you can stand up and like hide behind a tree women are like you got to cop a squat your legs are out yes ma'am there is a picture not really, of the common newspaper it's not very good you know inconspicuous i was in the uh pine barrens in new jersey last week and and i was with all dudes i was like the only girl there i'm like what do i do <laughs> you have to kind of really go pretty far back to get camouflaged so I'm usually guiding, so I go in front of my Jeep, and I'm not a squatter, so I just keep a cup in my Jeep, and this way it's like a portable potty. For so, 
Yeah, I can't squat. I, I'm the only recovering alcoholic that never peed outside. I, I just couldn't do it. Well, you got standards. Um, so I, I have one of those heavy-duty plastic cups that changes colors, actually, under my driver's seat. Oh, it's heat-related? Where it changes colors with heat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Maybe yeah that makes sense. It works the best because I had a McDonald's, I had a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts cup crack on me midstream oh no <laughs> had a you know so i sat shotgun from new york to pennsylvania for four hours in a pair of panties with a blanket wrapped around because i was mortified and had a house guest while you know that was in my house in pennsylvania as i was getting here walking in with no pants on um and having the my our first date was actually i used the go girl it leaked all over me. Thankfully, my husband knew me for a year and a half before our first date. and knew that I keep a cup in the Jeep. So he had saved his coffee cup. So I'm all about keeping a cup. This way you could kind of stand with dignity. And I'm always wearing a long sweatshirt. So I'm not bare assed in the middle of the trail. But have you have you looked at those uh, toilet seats that go on the two inch receiver? No pun intended. They're cool. <laughs> Wow, somebody fell. <laughs> I'm always in the front. My wife came home. <laughs> Jamie, we have a little jeeper that came to listen to you. Hi, Miss Charlie. He said, hi, Miss Charlie. Hello. And she's the one that does all of our YouTube stuff because she can install anything. She took my bumper off accidentally in the garage. She's a smart little engineer. She's going to be my little renter one day. Just figuring out how to get enough torque on those uh, that those uh, nuts at that age is uh, is a, a big thing. Uh, she, I mean, ask Jamie. Jamie thinks there's something very strange about this child, but she's already had special. three Jeeps. Not strange. Special. I'm a parent. You use the word special, not strange. <laughs> You're, you're especially strange in the most wonderful mom. weird way. I oh, the Jeep talk show can only do like too much. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> she loves her mom Rando, and she's Rando like me. All right, so uh, what is it, guys? You don't have to have a ground tent, a rooftop tent. What do you what do you stay in uh, when you go off road? Uh, nobody said the bar. I'm really surprised nobody's. Uh, I guess they close the bars at uh, two a.m. though, don't they? It's the bar until about two a.m. midnight, and then it's back. You kind of stumble back to your pen or motel room or wherever you're staying. It's also weather dependent, right? Because you know, I think Larry was saying earlier, just use whatever tent whatever gets you out right don't don't try to wait until you get the perfect setup or whatever just the ground tent works grab it go um but i'm not a fan of inclement weather camping and by that i mean if it's too hot too cold too whatever it's, it's not my favorite so um i would probably stay at the bar that's attached to a hotel but um i think like larry was saying just whatever works get out there the ground tents what you got on the garage also in the Sleeping in the back of a four-door Jeep is not that bad. Like, I mean, you can set that up really well. I know Bill's got a great sleeping setup in that JL. And um, I used my JK last time I went camping and uh, slept in that one. It was, it actually worked pretty well. I will say taking the back seat out and put a platform down so you're perfectly flat would be a lot better. But um, using pillows in the right spots, you can, you can get by. 
Well, it depends on how tired you are, too, right? Because if you're tired enough, uh, you just look forward to sleeping. It doesn't matter if it's tilted or not as comfortable as home or anything. Uh, you, sometimes you can get better sleep off-road in, in an uncomfortable uh, tent or uh, back of a Jeep. Yeah, I figured worst case is if it gets too cold, I'll just uh, sleep in the Gladiator and uh, lay the seat back. So the big thing is, is set up and tear down. Because you don't want to be that one that takes like an hour and a half to tear down in the morning after breakfast and everybody's right. sitting there. So you kind of want to make it easy. Get up, make a cup of coffee, and then quickly get everything torn down. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I miss I'm the way. days of being able to put my seat back to sleep. I've got a harness bar back there. So there's no reclining anymore. I, whenever I go, I went through the Ozarks for about a three or four day trip, and I ended up sleeping in the back of my Jeep the entire time. I have that WJ. And uh, I picked up a mat that you a workout mat, the two inch foam, and stuck it in the back of the Jeep, and that kept me pretty comfortable. Because and then I, I think it got down to like twenty six or twenty seven that those few days, and I was totally fine. Uh, I just had a blanket and a comforter. So the last year of my marriage, I slept on my Jeep mattress in my Jeep. I could sleep better in it than any place. Even the Ritz Carlton. I don't know why. My Jeep makes me happy. It's got plug ins. I know where everything is. That it, I also, whenever I was up there, turned the Jeep on for a little while uh, before going to bed and let it let the heater blow. And then as I just turned it off and then went to bed. I think it comes down to, you know, what are you doing? If you're overlanding, Rooftop tents, I think, are great, fantastic. If you're me, I'm in Uwari, and we're going back to the same campsite every night. I, I personally, you know, have a ground tent. I'm going to set that up. We're going to leave everything there. I don't have to worry about the breakdown, the setup, anything. You go to Uwari, you know, that's that's what we do. That's what 90% of my friends do. There's the one guy that has to, you know, set his rooftop tent up, get everything thrown in the Jeep, up into the rooftop, then back down. You know, but he's getting up before me. He's getting up earlier than everyone before we hit the trails. And, you know, if you've got that time frame and that's what you want to do, do it. You know, two weeks ago. That's why you need a trailer. That's why you need a trailer. trailer. So you can base camp. 100% love a trailer. Right. And have the base camp. I would, in a heartbeat, do that. I just can't afford it right now. So this is totally one of the best ways to do it. I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. Oh, this is Tony. I, uh, I actually have a nice ground temp. It's really rapid uh, build. It takes about 60 seconds to put up. I got it actually from Walmart, but it's like 150 bucks. It literally, you pull it out of the bag, push four poles up, they telescope up, and the tent's assembled. It's got built-in LED lights and everything. Comes down just as fast, so if we want it, or when we do like quick overnight, like on the road camping, it goes up and down just as fast as any rooftop tent would, but we can still set it up as a base camp for weeks and still be very comfortable. I know I've asked this before. You guys don't have any trepidations about leaving your camp set up with uh, worried about anybody messing with it? No. 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 In Michigan, I've only had somebody tried to take off my spare I don't know why they wanted one Maxis Razor, but um, it didn't work because I put a lock on it now. That's the only issue I've ever had. 
Interesting. And somebody still wants those of, ones. That's it. A lot of our rustic campgrounds in Michigan are patrolled pretty commonly. And usually the people that are out in the rustic campgrounds and not at the state parks are the people that are in the same mindset as you. I want to stay away from people to not get messed with. So they're keeping an eye out for your stuff while you're keeping an eye out for their stuff when anybody's away from camp. Good. I like hearing that. I mean, we all yeah. are Jeepers, and I, I know we have a tendency to look out for each other anyway. I think it depends on where you're at also, right? Because if, you know, if we're out in the middle of nowhere, you're probably not going to want to leave your stuff there. But like Tony was saying, if you're in the middle of a big campground or something, then you know that's an entirely different thing. Well, the trailers always make me wonder about how hard is it to, is for somebody to hook up to it and take off with it. Uh, and that's a that's something that, you know, boy, trailers can be upwards of $30,000, $40,000 nowadays. And they've got lock systems for that. I mean, you can lock your trailer to where it is going to be a time and effort for it to get gone. Now, Rand, if you're wheeling, you're gone for three, four, five hours at a time. Could it get gone? It could. But just like GPS tracking, everything else, you can, you know, spend the money to track your trailer or anything along that line. But a lock system, 90% of the time is going to, you know, we're Jeepers. We carry tools. We've got, if we can, we can remove a lock. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, the community is still good. I've never worried. Well, I guess it. I guess it kind of boils down to the same thing. If if you have a Jeep and it's anywhere from sixty to eighty thousand dollars, and you're you're you'd like to go off roading, but you're really scared that something bad's going to happen to your Jeep, and it may be your daily driver as well. It's just an experience thing where you get out there and you find out it's no big deal. Can things happen? Sure. Are they going to happen? Probably not. So uh, don't don't let you don't live your your life uh, through fear. I guess is what I'm saying. Just on a side note on that, Tony, I will be taking the 4XE this weekend to Uwari when it opens through True Trails, not just mud. And it's a very expensive Jeep, and it's going in stock. And I'm going to hit every thing. And, I, and I'm confident on the entire trail system and what I can and cannot do. But the first time I'm going to hit these trails in, in this Jeep and not my YJ. And I'm excited as hell. I'm nervous, <laughs> but I'm 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 gonna hit everything. It's a it's a There's good on a trail. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Travis that your uh your four XE was doing pretty good on that looked like a off road course you took it to? It was a, a a charity event um that was here in North Carolina that but it was called Jeep Tastic. It's a big zoo that raises money for the zoo and uh veterans actually and i went and hit it and i was like all right i've got to i've got to do this trail and i took the hard course and i'm following everybody in 37s and 40s and i'm like my little stock yj can get it or my stock or by e can get it my yj is not stock and i was impressed with it like highly impressed with well, the Jeep. So. I've, been, I've been really blown away with the capability of the Gladiator. Uh, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I took it out uh, when it was stock. I mean, pure stock before a lift, anything. Uh, and then uh, just doing things to it, like the lift and then the tires, and it just got better and better. 
Uh, but uh, it, it, this is one of the reasons why the XJ has kind of moved down on the list as far as uh, getting it set up to, to go off-road. I have something I can go off-road with. Plus, I can drive it all the way to Easter Jeep Safari and not wonder if it's going to make it there but without uh, overheating or something. So uh, it's, it's tough. Uh, a Jeep is still build, building very uh, off-road Jeep vehicles. Oh, and real quick, while I have the, 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 the everybody's attention right now, I just want to mention Andrea is a just, you can tell the way she talks about stuff, is a big Jeeper. She's a big Jeep fan. And I just love hearing that. And especially uh, from a, a woman, because it's nice to know that we can share sicknesses with one another. Well, uh, allow me to be honest. Jamie, I, I bought my Jeep. I was not happy with my new Jeep. After I totaled my JK, I was ready to get out of it. And she brought me in. And um, she loves to mud. Mud's not my thing. I like to crawl. So I can never see where I'm going, like y'all are talking about. I'm just sending it and hoping my line's right. But she's a she loves to mud. I love to crawl. And we're like peas and carrots. So she's the one that got me back in this. Because I was ready to fall off. I had had enough spending money. It, it, like being single, not being married, not having somebody to help. Like she has really, really geared me back up to get back into it. Because mm-hmm. I love it. I do. Well, thank you, but Jamie. And it's perfectly understandable. Not everybody can do the Jeep thing. It doesn't keep you away from it forever. Sometimes life uh, comes ahead of uh, uh, living it, I guess what I'd say is the right way with a Jeep. But uh, no, I'm, I'm glad that she was able to talk you back into it. Hopefully, you feel it was the right decision. I do. And like I'm on board with her to help bring as many females as we can into Jeeps because I think a lot of it is women don't know what lockers are. They don't know what sway bars are. They don't understand the Rubicons they purchase. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, it, it just means something to me. Like the fact that I get to sit down with somebody and I may be useless. I may have very few talents. Jeeping, I'm from the country. That's just something that came naturally to me. And to be able to share that with other females so they feel empowered and so they feel like they're able to get out there and ride behind a man and a man doesn't have to worry if they're going to be able to keep them from rolling with the jeep in front of them like it's important to us to make sure we are skilled drivers you know we're still learning but we're trained uh, jamie is just miss miyagi to me <laughs> and, and for the record i'm not just into mud i like rocks as well <laughs> uh, you know i hate mud you know I a lot of people a lot of people hate mud well let's uh i think that's a great that's a great story and uh, glad that you're still in the the jeep family and uh, thanks again for that uh, jamie you saved Thank it was a, a good save there all right so let me uh, get this uh, this next question in uh i think we've talked about this before but it kind of it goes along with the the theme of uh going off wheeling like uh like we're going to be several of us are going to be going to easter jeep safari i think we have a total of 10 uh jeeps that belong to jeep talk show listeners team members or hosts that are going to be out at Easter Jeep Safari uh, next week. Uh, if you're going to be at Easter Jeep Safari, please come by and look us up. I think I mentioned it at the top of the show. We're going to be on GMRS uh, Channel 21. And uh, if you go over to Jeep Talk Show 
dot com slash events you can uh, even see some uh, detailed information about uh, us being at uh, Easter Jeep Safari so we, we definitely want to meet you we definitely uh, you're definitely more than welcome to hang with us uh, I mean gosh if you're a Jeep Talk Show listener we uh, the, the bigger the crowd the better is the way I, I look at it so here's my next question for you guys do you take additional fuel how much do you take and what do you put it in Anybody says plastic bag. Anybody I'm says plastic gonna... bag. You're off the show. <laughs> Tony, I think what you came up with great gun? questions this week. I'm sorry. That is a good question. I think you came up with great questions. Oh, this thank week. you. So, Tony, this is Chip from Illinois. I I typically hit the gas station right before going, right, so that I know my t- my tank stopped off. Oh yeah. I don't carry anything. I've been very tempted to go get a Rotex or one of those cans or possibly a jerry can i don't have any place that i know i'm going to mount it right larry i see you've got your jerry can posted on the back of yours but just if i have my tank topped off usually i can get through on wheeling you're going along so slow creeping along you're not burning up that much gas i think at most i've burned up like half a tank during the course of the day wheeling all day long now if you're going to go i guess extended and you're having to drive an hour to get to where you're going and all that you know now you're getting now you're getting on that edge maybe but Typically, I don't carry extra gas. So not worried about it. Maybe out on the trail and uh, you were out there longer than what you anticipated and uh, no concern for having additional gas from, from your experience, Chip. Not from what I've done, but that I've not gone overlanding where I've been, you know, 20 miles out and up and down and all over. Typically, I'm going to off-road parks or or locations that you're you're out all day creeping along and in four low and first or second or third gear and you're you're i'm not burning up that much gas so it hasn't ever been a problem for me up to this point but i've always thought about again i like to be preventative i'm I'm very tempted to go get some type of container to carry just a couple extra gallons to get me that much further but it's being proactive instead of reactive this situation which you know wendy's bill failed at one time I've got five gallons 24-7 on the back of the YJ that I rotate in and out. And I used to carry 10, five and two different jerry cans. I've now got five water, five gas. Um, the 4XE, I do not, but I can – well, I've, I've been off-road this past weekend for the first time on the 4XE. I may or may not carry you know, that five gallons with me. Do I need it? Honestly, no. I'm going out for the day. I'm going to come home that night or I'm going out Friday to open new trail coming back home. And then Saturday I'm going back out. I'll fill up, you know, before I go, but anytime I'm camping, anytime I'm doing any situation that I'm on the trail in the system for more than one day, not leaving and coming back, I'm going to have gas and I've got a five gallon gas, you know, jerry can. And that was, the Harbor Freight Jerry can, and it's been a great setup and great system. But if you're going on a long trip, if I'm going to the park, I don't care anything. But when you're going on a long trip, like we did, just using Colorado as an example, um, where you were spending extended amounts of time off highway, um, Bill did an excellent job kind of finding the gas stations along the way and making sure the route kind of went by them so that we could kind of top off and stuff like that. But you know, it, it can go back to that group model. So... And what I mean by that is, is Larry's got a crap load of gas on the back of his, you know, Jeep on this, this swing out thing, and he's in the group. 
but he doesn't have to carry a shovel because someone else has that or you've got someone else so it, it's it by and large i'm not saying rely solely on that but if you're going in a group you know you don't necessarily everybody in the group has to have five gallons kind of thing everybody doesn't need a winch that's actually a very good point it's you've got a crew that you run with you've got a group that you're running with you know everyone's got their piece of the puzzle you know larry's got his welder you know there's you never know you might have you you might have someone in the group who has to burn premium and that's what you're carrying (laughs) (laughs) i have to say there there are thirstier jeeps out there oh my gosh i feel so bad I've been putting 93 in mine because my ex-husband told me I needed to. I just text Jamie. I'm like, I should be getting unleaded, right? Regular. Unless you got a 392 in it. Just uh, I was just, regular. It's a yeah, four-cylinder was... 2.0 turbo. Yeah, I was just going to say. I don't know why he made me get 93 forever. I've got a brand-new 4XC, and I've never run 93. Thank you. That's it's a turbo. You might want to go to your owner's manual on that. Because, right. Well, well, you, I you went did, to you, it. It says unleaded. But when you've well, got a man, this is another thing, a man that's a jeeper, like harping on you constantly. You just kind of do whatever to shut him up. Well, you did but, say ex-husband, um, didn't you? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. All right. There you go. Enough said. Yes, ma'am. Enough said. <laughs> oh, but, uh, Andrea, I believe yeah, you were the one. To, uh, I want the gas. I do want to redo my mounts some uh he had my hijack put on the hood of my jeep and in my opinion no offense to anyone it's on mine that way but i'm so short if i were to have an accident standing it doing something dumb it'd chop my head off i would love to re-rig that to a flagpole and be able to have and i would absolutely have at least five gallons at all times because i've run out of gas three times on trails up north because they're long and they're nice and they are well taken care of. Yeah. That was another reason why my YJ always has gas on the back. My gas cage did not work forever in a day. So <laughs> about two years ago, if I remember right. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, two years ago. It does now all work. Everything, every gauge in the YJ works. Oh, I just need amazing. to get this transmission replaced. Oh, by the way, Travis, I know that you were a, a big-time subscriber to the show for like two years. I mean, you were up there with the Friends with Benefits package, I believe. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so so now I know you haven't been a subscriber for a while. When you get back into the uh, the subscription mode, we now have Patreon. So you can subscribe for uh, five bucks, which is, uh, which is really cool. 100% plan on it. Just life situations with as all these women and their exes, I'm going through the same thing. I've got <laughs> two, two Jeep payments, my mortgage and everything else. I'm just, I'm penny pinching like a madman. No, um, no, I understand. I'm just, I will, I'm just letting you know I that we, we have a, plan on it. a new subscription model and, and good luck to you on all your financial situations. I think we're, we oh, all have to go through, through that from time to time. And it's probably, all you have to do is time. be a girl. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I, I, I mean, I guess in today's time, I could, you know, hey, this is it, but that's not me or the role. I'm going to continue moving forward. 
Well, like I always like to say, as you can tell, the uh, Zoom meeting continues on even after uh, we're done recording the show. So the the way for you to get in on all the goodness, uh, <laughs> if you will, uh, of the Zoom meeting, you need to join. And uh, we do this every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, the uh, the Zoom meeting usually starts up about 7.30, a good 30 minutes before we start the recording of the show. And uh, I'll be honest, uh, the, the meeting can go on as long as midnight Central Time with people just having fun talking with uh, uh, Jeepers. And I was going to say like-minded Jeepers, but we have a dis- we have disagreements in there. But it's uh, because everybody has their own way of looking at things and their opinions. And we like that. It, it generates more conversation. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Jeep Talk Show. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform, even though we identify as a show. Oh, and we've listened to our listeners, and we're on Patreon. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you can look for the link to our Patreon page. You can subscribe for a little uh, for as little as $5, and yes, there are some... Uh, early access episodes out on Patreon right now. So the Roundtable is here every Tuesday. Join us any week or every week at 8 p.m. Central Time. And as a reminder, we will not be having a Roundtable recording next week, next Tuesday, because I will be at EJS. So until next week... Have a great Jeep week, and we hope to see you out at Easter Jeep Safari. Remember, uh, I will be at the Tyree Lights booth on Thursday and Friday, and you won't be able to miss the big, bright red 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator right there in the Tyree booth. Broadcasting since 2010.